Hi sisters, how's everyone? Just thought to do a short um, audio message just on identity. So um, we all know our identity in Christ. We all know that we are joint heirs through Christ Jesus to the kingdom of God. We all know that Christ is the firstborn and that, you know, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, we all know that Christ came to to redeem us um, to the Father through himself. We all know that he's the good shepherd. We know that, um, you know, through him there's forgiveness of sin. So we all know our identity in Christ. Now, I just want us to pay special attention to Jesus and his certainty in who he was when he was on earth he knew that he was the son of god he knew that he was emmanuel god with us he knew that the father had sent him he knew that he had a job and a purpose to accomplish here on earth and his purpose was to bring glory to his father he knew that he had to complete that which he came for, so that all glory would be given to his father. He knew who he was in the father. He knew that the father had sent him. He knew his purpose. And so he did not allow anybody's opinion of him to shake his sense of certainty in who he knew he was. I mean, God, when he's when Jesus is being baptized by John the Baptist, the heavens open and God himself declares that Jesus is his son in whom he's really pleased. Um, and likewise today, you know, all you've got to do is open up your Bible and you have evidence and verses there that speak of God's love for you and who you are in Christ. Now, some people might say they don't know their purpose. Some people might say they don't know why they're here on earth. But ultimately, we are here on earth to bring glory to the Father. In whatever we do, wherever we find ourselves, whatever sphere of life we find ourselves, ultimately, we are here on earth to bring glory to the Father. And once we understand our purpose and our identity and we are secure in that, just like Christ was secure in his identity and his purpose here on earth, then we shouldn't and we mustn't allow anyone else's opinion of us to waver or shake that which we know to be true. That's which God tells us is true. Now the Pharisees obviously had their own opinions. And they thought what they wanted to think in their minds. And time and time again we see in the Gospels. Jesus calls them out. And he tells them, you brood of vipers. What are you thinking in your hearts? You hypocrites. Jesus calls out the Pharisees time and time again because Jesus knows what they're thinking in their hearts. Now, how many of us 
Sometimes going to certain situations or are in certain relationships with certain people and we know their opinion of us. We know what they think of us. And you know, you, you might walk into a situation or walk into um you know a relationship or, or, or something happening somewhere and you just know that they're thinking of you and you know that they, they're not thinking good thoughts. You know that they've probably just been stood there or sat there backbiting you before you walked in and you know what they think of you but the encouragement we can get from Jesus that I want us all to take is that no matter what they think of you it doesn't matter what matters is what God thinks of you no matter what they think of you that will not change you The Pharisees and the Sadducees all thought what they thought of Jesus. They thought him to be a heretic. They thought him to be a false prophet. Some people said he was was Elijah. Other people thought he was a prophet. Some people quite rightly thought he was the Messiah. But, you know, people had different opinions of who Jesus was. But that did not shake Jesus' opinion and knowledge and certainty of A, who he was and B, his purpose, what he came to do. And so I want us all to take, draw a lesson from that. We're in a world that can be incredibly judgmental. Um, Social media has made it so easy for people not just to have an opinion, but to voice their opinion. Social media has made it so easy For people to not even hide their opinions, favourable or not, to hide their opinions in their hearts. All of a sudden, people are sat on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever they are, and they are typing out their opinions. And some of these opinions can cause tremendous hurt to people. I want us to think about whenever we're on social media and we're putting things out there. A, I want us to think about how it can be perceived by the person who's reading it on the other end. And B, if you're on the receiving end of it, I want you to take encouragement and not let that matter to you. Be sure, be certain of your identity in Christ Jesus. Be sure of who you are and what you have gained through Christ Jesus. The hope of glory. He says he came that we might have life and have it abundantly. He says he's the everlasting spring, he's the everlasting water and and, and whosoever shall drink of his water shall never thirst again. He says he's the vine and we are the branches. And as long as we keep connected to the vine, we shall bear fruit. Our purpose on earth is to glorify God in everything that we do. And so by our actions, by the way we live, the world will know that we are the sons and daughters of Christ, of God the Father through Christ. I just want to encourage you, people are going to have opinions, 
And in the world of today, you're probably going to know those opinions. Either because they choose to tell you or because you read about them somewhere. But let that not worry you. Let that not shake you. Let Try not to let that get to you every day. And sometimes, you know, you wake up in the morning and you just ask God for grace for that day. Some mornings I wake up and I ask God for grace for that day, just to go through the day, because I know the temptations will come. I know that people are going to have opinions. I have a bit of a thick skin, so I know that people are going to say things about me. I know what people think about me. Some I know, some I don't know. But whatever they think, I do not allow that to shake my certainty of who I am in Christ and what I am here for. Because ultimately, he who has placed me on this earth is far greater than they who sit there in their little corners like Pharisees and Sadducees having opinions about me. The Bible says we shall fear he who has power to destroy the body and the soul. So ultimately, I fear God over any man's opinion of me. Do not let anybody's opinion of you. People are going to have opinions, rightly or wrongly. You're going to walk into somewhere and people have already made up their mind about you before they even met you. Some people are just going to form an opinion based on the way you look. What you're wearing, whether you have tattoos, whether you tie your hair a certain way, the colour of your skin, the colour of your hair, the colour of your eyes, whether you've got a disability or not. Are you too big? Are you obese? Are you tiny? Are you anorexic? Are you too slim? People are going to have opinions. But guess what? A lot of those opinions are based on what they see for they do not know the real you the you that is on the inside the you that is so precious to God that he sent his only son to to die to redeem you to himself they do not know the you inside because if they knew how precious you were if they knew that you were a daughter or son of the most high God they would treat you so much better Sometimes they don't even know. Some of them know and they don't care, but others don't know. And they form opinions of you. Those kind of opinions should not affect you or waver your identity or your belief of your identity of who you are in Christ. Because the Pharisees, they refused to believe who Jesus was. The evidence was there before them. The countless number of miracles Jesus had performed. It was difficult to ignore the fact that he was who he said he was. Unless you deliberately chose to or you were blinded to that fact. It is very difficult to ignore the fact that this man is who he was claiming to be. They formed their own opinion. Some of their opinions, if not most of the Pharisees' opinion, was based on religious um, nonsense, religious high ground. I mean, if they actually knew who they were speaking to, they would know they have no business questioning him about religious issues. I mean, they were questioning him about, you know, healing a woman on the Sabbath day. 
Jesus was with God in the beginning when he was creating. He was there when God was making the Sabbath. He was there when God was given the commandments to keep the Sabbath day holy. He was there. How then is the creation going to question the creator? If not because the creation has such a high opinion of themselves that they're so blinded to their own ignorant mortality. How dare they turn around and question Jesus? He was there at the point of creation and at the point where God was giving the Ten Commandments and saying to keep it holy. How are they going to turn around and question him about, about healing somebody on the Sabbath? He made the rules. As we say, he made the rules. He can break the rules. So that's just to highlight to us that sometimes people are blinded to who you really are. They can either see it and choose to ignore it because it serves their own selfish agenda. Or they're blinded to, to the real you and, and who you really are. And so they're forming opinions based on, 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 on their versions of who they think you are. Or they're forming opinions based on physical appearances and similarities or differences to, to themselves. And, and, and ultimately, they are not valuing you as much as God values you. And so do not let those kind of opinions shake your certainty of your identity in Christ. Let us ask God to give us the grace to not let those opinions shape us. Just the way Christ didn't let them shape them, shape him. Even when Peter comes to him at one point, Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. Jesus recognises the fact that Satan's working through Peter. He doesn't call Peter Satan. He doesn't say, oh, Peter, you know, you've been possessed. No, he recognizes what's happening there and then. And he says, get behind me, Satan. He does not allow that to shake his purpose, his mission or his identity. He knew what he was about. And so sometimes even those closest to you. I mean, Peter is one of the only disciples that actually when when he's saying you know oh jesus tell us who you are and people are saying you're a prophet some people are saying you're elijah jesus says to him well who do you say i am and he says you're the messiah and jesus says to peter you will not know this unless it's been revealed to you so even peter who's one of the people who jesus's real true identity was revealed to before he was he was crucified even peter he was so close to jesus even peter the enemy uses to try to derail jesus from his mission and what does jesus say get behind me satan and so let us be wary because the enemy will try to use sometimes our very close ones sometimes our family sometimes our friends the enemy will try to use them to derail us from our purpose, from our God-given purpose, our God-given mission, which is ultimately to glorify God here on earth with everything and in everything that we do. And so when that happens, let us recognize it for what it is and let us say, get behind me, Satan. Let's not fall out with that person. Let's say to him, get behind me, Satan, because sometimes people even know who you are. 
But when they're blinded, unless it is revealed to them, sometimes there will, there will be a stumbling block. So ultimately, let us say, get behind me, Satan. Let us not allow people's opinions of us to derail us from our mission here on earth. Let us not allow people's opinions of us that they have in their hearts, whether we know them or not, whether we see them or not, let's not allow it to derail us from our purpose here on earth. And you might say, you know, you don't know what your purpose is and you don't know why you're here. Ultimately, you are here to glorify God in whatever you do. As a daughter, as a wife, as an employee, as a, as a sister, as a friend, as an auntie, as a colleague. Ultimately, you are here to glorify God so that people can look at your life and be pointed to the Father in heaven and say blessed is the one who sent you here on earth because the life you have lived has pointed them to your Father in heaven ultimately that's your purpose here on earth you don't have to be a mega pastor to do that you don't have to be super intelligent to do that you don't have to have you know, a big company you don't have to have a big church all you need to do is Live your daily life to God's glory. And, and, and when you're doing that, be aware of the tactics that the enemy will use. To not let anybody's opinion off you, what they have in their heart, whether you know it or not. You might know it, you might not know it. The Bible's clear that the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know its true, its true colours? I mean... Who can know the depths of the wickedness of the heart of man? And so sometimes we'll know people's opinions of us. Just like the Pharisees, sometimes we won't know. But they will actually try to catch us out. Have you ever been in a situation where you're sat there talking to people and there's just one or two people in that room, in that conversation, in that setting, that are constantly trying to catch you out? And you're sat there thinking, hang on a minute, what are you doing? Why are you trying to catch me out? They're just laying all these traps for you in conversations. Or, 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 or when you're going somewhere, you suddenly find them popping up everywhere. Just like the, 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 the Pharisees trying to lay traps for Jesus. And he skillfully and cleverly avoids them all. May the Lord give you the skill and the grace to avoid all the traps that the enemy is setting for you says we are to be as gentle as a dove and as wise as serpents. May the Almighty Father grant you the wisdom to cleverly manoeuvre any trap that's been set for you by the enemy. May you be so tuned in to God and the Holy Spirit that no one's opinion of you that is outside of what God wants for you, that is outside of God's purpose for you, no one's opinion, opinion of you will change the path of your story. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this word. Give us grace, Father, O oh Lord, um, to be as wise as serpents and as gentle as doves. Help us, Lord, to not allow people's opinions of us to doubt who you say we are, 
who you've revealed to us that we are through your son Jesus. Give us, Lord, the thick skin that we need to let it bounce all of us whilst keeping our eyes and our focus on the cross and on our eternal hope, which is to be with you in glory. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this rich inheritance which you promised us. We ask, Lord, that you help us to stay the path to run our race here on earth so that when we meet you, Lord, you will say to us, well done, my good and faithful servants. You have ran your race. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.